Deathwatch. Welcome back. We're playing Dungeons and Dragons Edition 3.5, and we are on episode five here of this season. And we ended the last one with our heroes at the Temple of Corallon, where all of the villagers had gathered in order to conduct a prayer to Corallon in hopes that he will save them from the coming storm. And as we ended the session, uh, the storm had reached the island nearly, and our heroes began to see strange shapes moving about in the woods uh, outside this protected circle of the temple grounds. So uh, we'll go ahead and introduce our players again, starting with Chris. Hi, I'm Chris, and uh, I'm playing Casimir, and I need to remember to cast Flaming Arrow on Rohan. I'm Travis, I'm playing Graham, the hero of the sea. I'm getting a little nervous about these enemies. They look like the type of enemies that don't work for rogues. But I was thinking they're covered in eyes. So maybe they have exceptional weakness against sneak attacks. They even had one big red eye mm. hit the red spot, right? You know what you could do? You could carry a, like a bag of holding full of guts <laughs> and put it in, in, you know, throw some into them and then stabs that guts. <laughs> You're right, Casimir. You, you get a hero point for that. Go <laughs> Thank ahead. you. Yeah, I like that. That's, that's smart thinking. All right, Justin. I am Rohan. I'm currently perched up on top of uh, a platform, scouting out the enemies as they try and bash their way into our little area of solitude. And I'm John playing Fenris and... I really hope that the uh, consecration that I performed earlier will hold up. Okay, so as um, as you all have taken your places and you're looking at your quadrants of the, the trees outside this protective circle, um, outside it is dark now. The clouds um, have covered the sky. It shouldn't be dark at this time, but it is. And um, it's about two hours from now when Rohan had detected that the storm would hit the island in full. But it's completely dark outside this circle. Uh, rain is hammering into this force field up above and sliding down, um, which which shows you what, where this force field is. And outside of it, Amongst the trees where you're viewing these odd approaching entities, the, the trees themselves are uh, showing clear evidence that the uh, powerful winds out there, some of them have already been uprooted and carried away. Um, around, this, uh, around this temple, the trees are, they were placed there purposely, who knows when. And so it's not as random as it might be or it's more random than a forest might be. You've got oaks and uh, willows and um, even massive uh, sequoia-type um, trees. But uh, some of the smaller ones have been blown over and uprooted. And so we'll start with Graham. You had moved down to uh, 
stand in line with Fenrith and Casimir because they had spotted some coming from the south. So that's where you are. And uh, just to describe again what you had seen, um, and Rohan had seen from his perch on top of that that pillar there by the temple stairs, um, you guys are seeing approach from the south uh, a bubbling, oozing mass of dark, clotted liquid. It's sort of just rolling to you. Um, You can see now as it gets closer, chunks of unnameable sludge twisting throughout its form and its surface spits and heaves and spatters. um, And there's a single red eye dominating its mass in what generally turns out to be its center. um, And then dozens of smaller eyes scattered throughout the rest of it as it moves forward. And Rohan, you have seen these as well in the direction you're looking, but what drew your eye the most was a uh, moving, what looked like a moving obelisk, um, about 15 feet tall, like a pillar of utter blackness that's creeping in your direction. And its dark sides reflect back distorted images of the scenery around it, um, and you can tell that it's not 100% solid as it moves forward. So that's what you had seen approaching from the east. Um, now, Yathlani has gathered all of the people into the center area in um, inside these fire pits that have been set up. And she's already begun the process. She's already begun leading them in a, in a dance. And uh, as it turns out, Besides Graham, there are many in Cradle skilled in instruments of different kinds, and so they're playing music and beginning to dance, and it's like a party tune because there's food, and you can smell the food, and people are celebrating. Initially, this was, this was supposed to be a celebration of your return, um, and the people are determined to carry out that celebration despite what they see happening outside which at this point is only the weather. As far as they know, it's just a really bad storm. They haven't seen these enemies. But Yathlani has them playing music and dancing and singing to Coralon in the midst of those fires. And uh, so, Graham, we'll go to you. What would you like to do? Now, at the speed that this thing is moving, if it is going to attempt to get to you, uh, it, it would take probably about, a minute okay but it doesn't like from what you can see right now it seems to be moving in your direction only in general it doesn't seem to be set on getting anywhere well i'm keeping an eye on casimir and fenrith to follow their lead but i'm going to get ready for combat so i will go ahead and cast shield from the ring of spell storing and also set my dodge against one of them or if i can discern a uh, the most threatening one. Which one, me or uh, <laughs> Fenrith? <laughs> Who is more threatening between Fenrith and Casimir? I don't know. Uh, no, one of the approaching enemies. Um, the only thing I needed to know, Casimir, is what is your caster level these days? Nine. Nine. Very nice. Oh. Casimir has hurt you more than any of these other people, any of these incoming enemies. That's true. Uh, there's some <laughs> effects on me that either can be reset soon or need to be removed yeah, I'm looking at that right now. Um, 
to make sure everything's as it ought. Yeah, you could probably just refresh shield here in a bit because I'll be casting it soon. Stone skin needs to go. Uh, yeah, stone skin and resist see invisibility. Fire. Yeah, uh, resist fire. Uh, can I remove those myself or where are they if I need to? I don't think you can. Okay. So I think that leaves me with a move action left. I will ready that move action to close ranks with Fenrith since he's the nearest once they start approaching. Okay. Or to move with him if he decides to move up. Maybe that's the that's the condition. And that would be it. All right, Fenrith, what would you like to do? How would you like to prepare? So I believe that I had moved up here uh, last round. Let me check real quick and see if there was any... I don't think there's anything... Well, I'll, uh, I'll just ready... Um, Are there any sort of spells you'd like to cast ahead of time? Uh, I'd, I'd already cast my Zealot pack, which is the only one that I remember having to to really go beforehand. All right, and let's talk uh, about what that does. Let me make sure I don't need to set anything on your character. Yeah, this is the one where uh, it just it's permanent until it's triggered um, if I'm attacked by a target whose alignment is exactly opposite of my deities. And your chaotic good. Yes. All right. Um, Rohan, what would you like to do? Now you're looking at this thing and um, it's about a hundred feet away. And so from time to time you lose sight of it because it goes behind trees, but uh, it's moving in your direction. And the smaller one is as well. All right, how many rounds do I have while I'm watching this happen? Got about a minute, right? Yeah. If it, I mean, yeah. All right, I'd like to uh, first cast shield on myself. Uh, let's see. Okay. I can never help but imagine us as like Power Rangers when we do the first round buff up stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and how long does that last for it's not too six, far from the 60? truth in uh, John's uh, case. One round That's or true. one minute per caster level. So for me it's it's only two minutes because I'm only level two wizard. Twenty rounds? Um yeah. Okay. And then um I'd also like to cast detect magic so that I can uh, that was... All right. And then yeah, just just watch them to see if they uh, get close enough to the shield where I have a clean shot at them. Keep an eye on them so that if if anything breaches, then I'll be ready. So delay in action after I cast those two spells so that as soon as they come through, I have a an attack action. Okay. Because um... there is actually a spell that I could use. As uh, did I in that vision? Did I see? Uh, any specific elements that uh, were being cast about by the enemy? No, um, you didn't. You do have a storm raging, though. There, yeah, I mean, you saw a yeah. lot of this odd lightning, but... Um, Don't know if it's electrical. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's weird. But, yeah, you didn't see any anything coming in, breathing fire, or spitting acid. Hmm. Would I be able to try, like, a um, arcane or even detect magic? To see if I can identify what element the uh, lightning actually is, if it's not electrical, or if it's electrical in nature. Uh, Well, I mean, so weird. You know, if you 
if you cast detect magic, you know that you can detect magical auras. And the longer you focus on something, you know, you get access to like spellcraft checks to see what school it is. Um, or you can detect what types of magic. And, you know, so oh. if there is some magic involved in these, in this lightning, you might be able to detect something. I will try that then. Okay. All right. Well, two of you. Okay, so Casimir, what would you like to do while you're waiting? All right. First, we're going to move up to Rohan. Let's see. Probably won't be able to run, so 140 feet. I move 80 feet on a double move. What is that? Like two rounds? About. Okay. And uh, then on the third round, I'd cast Flaming Arrow on a bunch of uh, ammo that he has. So we'll see if I do that the way I was rolling last time. I'm not too uh, too sure. Flaming Arrow. There we go. Do you have a particular uh, group that you'd like me to cast this on? So that way you don't have to use it all the time? Um, Of ammo? Yeah. I just have my, my okay. quiver. I, right. Yeah. Unless we're going up against vampires and then I have some silver arrows that Did it go off. Mm -hmm. Okay. Went off. Ooh. Yeah. All right. So what does that do? Uh, it gives an extra 1d6 fire damage to Rohan's arrows for, uh, it's for, I think it's like 10 minutes of level. And then, uh, there is a limit on how many it has. I'm not seeing it though. Let's see. Flame arrow, 50 projectiles. Yeah, that sounds right. All of must be touching at the time. 10 minutes per level. Yeah. So 50 shots or 100 and... One one thousand three hundred minutes. Should be ninety minutes. <laughs> oh right, because you're yeah. So, so yeah, you'll just have to mark that damage for your attacks, Rowan. Okay. For fifth, and keep track of how many arrows you shoot. And then I will start doing my buffing after that. So was it minute is what five rounds? Ten rounds. Ten rounds. Yeah, okay, so, so I got a little bit longer. Yeah, so go ahead and do it. All right. Uh, Shield. Twenty-five. You're good. Okay. And then uh blur. Alright, how long does your shield last? Nine minutes. Okay. Uh blur lasts uh the same. Alright, let me put that on you there. And that's a twenty percent miss. Mm -hmm. And then mirror image lasts the same. And that'll be the last one. Uh mirror image. Okay, that's good. And it is 1d4 plus 3, I think, now. Yeah. 3. So, 6 mirror images. I'll roll a 1d8. Or you can, however. I think I will. And I'll be 1 and 2 on a okay. d8. Okay. And then I'll move back up to... Uh, I think I was on the right side of Fenrith here. Yeah. And uh, I guess I'll just sit for a charge and wait them out. Okay. All right, so for those of you who, for Rohan and Fenrith, who cast uh, Detect Magic, um, as soon as that takes effect, I mean, as soon as you cast that spell, uh, things just start going crazy for you. Um, like every direction you're looking, you're detecting magical auras. Um, you know, the really what the effect is for you guys, it'd be like flashing a strobe light at a disco ball. Um and it's made it very difficult for you to focus on any one particular aura. Um, for certain, you can tell that 
the the lightning when it strikes has a aura to it, but so so does uh, some of the rain, uh, some of the some of the trees. It's uh, impossible to focus on any one particular aura. Uh, and for one for one thing, with the lightning, even though it's slower than normal lightning, it's gone too fast for you to actually put any focus on it for the purposes of the spell. Uh, and then, you know, as you're looking out there, you're still able to detect, you know, countless auras flashing here and there, disappearing, new ones pop up and disappear again in the span of, you know, three seconds. But, uh, so really what happens while you're looking out in that direction, trying to focus on something, you don't reach the point where you can detect the strength and location of each aura. They just seem to be disappearing too fast. So you're basically, you know, however detect magic would work in a, on a, in a visual sense, you're just flashing through all the colors of the rainbow out there beyond this force field. So, okay. It's, it's only useful for determining that there is in fact magical auras out there. But um, that, that spell will last up to a minute per level as long as you're concentrating on it. And the input is so extreme that while you're concentrating on it, you really lack awareness of anything else going on. Does that make sense? strobe lighting. Yeah. So Actually, I, let me... There's one, there's one aura and effect that you can focus on that remains steady the entire time, and that is this force field that's covered in this area so that uh that's the one single one you can put your focus on and that ends up being an overwhelming strength gonna pass out (laughs) so yeah i mean you as you focused on that the longer you do the more difficult it becomes uh you know it almost becomes a physical effect like pressure pushing in on your head that sort of thing. Do the creatures that are moving out in the forest also have magical auras? Uh, yeah. Okay. And but but like everything else out there, uh, they will one second and then they won't the next. Okay. Yeah. If it's uh, determined that it's coming in in and out too quick, and I'll I'm not gonna dispel my uh, detect magic, but I will quit. Uh, Focusing on, on the objects, maybe it'll come in handy later. Yeah, I'm just going to try and use it to <clears throat> maybe help me spot creatures that like, I can't actually see normally. See, invisibility would be a good one probably to have on too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, with how dark it is outside of the, the shield area, just anything that can help me find targets. Well, won't you detect magic drop as soon as you do something else? Mm-hmm. Because we ran into that problem with yeah. it being on me. Yeah, that's why yeah. we uh, work in pairs uh, with the rogue, because he can't do both. Yeah, but just trying to use it to help me get a better grasp of the make situation it outside. I think that would be a nightmare sometimes. <laughs> being able to, to turn it off <laughs> is an important thing, mm-hmm. especially with some of the levels of magic we're running across. Yeah, you'd go crazy. I make read magic permanent too, which I think would become like I think that's good for all of us. We all have some sort of 
reason to read magic. Yeah. <laughs> but you, then you accidentally read sigils too that explode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So then we'll just jump right to it, right behind you. Um, so let me just sort of set the scene for things that maybe you'll remember if I forget. Um, it will be almost useless trying to hear. Um, so remember, if you if you say to me, I want to see if I can hear this or that, remember that I said the noise in this area is so great that, um, you know, it's like a Nine Inch Nails concert. You can't, um, like even standing as close as you are to each other, speaking doesn't work. So uh, because of the revelry going on, so you're, these villagers, the whole space is taken up by these uh, people, most of whom you know, and quite a few that you don't. Um, but they're really, it seems to you, throwing their heart into it. And uh, they're dancing, singing in this force field that you're witnessing. It's keeping the rain and the wind out. It also is acting as sort of like an acoustic um, thing. Whatever the word is, it's increasing the harmonics so that this sound is even better than it normally would be. And uh, and the dancing uh, kids running around screeching, having the time of their lives, chasing each other through the throng of dancing adults. It's a uh, it's very loud. You can't hear anything. So if at some point you um, th this will come into effect, if at some point you're wanting to do like detect what spell somebody cast, if it has a verbal component, things like that. Um, so you're going to have to communicate with each other if you choose to do so through your sign language or some magical means. Uh, outside, the wind is blowing. It is now at, let me get this up just to make sure, um, windstorm level out there. You know, and you know, Rohan, you know, it's it'll be hurricane level soon. Yeah. But uh, so far, all there is inside here is, a you know, a nice light breeze. But uh, and then, of course, it's a, a complete rainstorm out there that is decreasing visibility by the moment. Um, and you can even tell as these things approach that you can't see anymore the, the woods where they were before. It's now covered by thick sheets of falling rain and and blowing dust and leaves and, you know, homes, that sort of a thing. Um, so that's the situation outside. And now we'll just um, jump to the point where these, uh, the ones from the south, re there's two of them now, uh, have reached the edge of this force field. So um, when they approached... And you were watching them as they got up just a few feet away from this force field. That first one that I had described, um, another one comes out from directly behind it that you hadn't seen before. It was being covered by that one. So this one, um, let me get you the description because it looks a little bit different. So the one that comes out from behind it is, um, it doesn't have the eyes. It, uh, it just looks like a smooth black puddle of rolling liquid, but it doesn't have any of the eyes on it. Um, and it is, let's see if I can find that. Um, yeah. So it's even bigger as it forms up into a generally solid shape in front of this force field is actually bigger than the first one you saw. 
that it was hiding behind. So you've seen oozes before in your adventures, and that's what this one is. You've never seen one that had eyes all around it like that other one. But um, as they're now they're closer, you can tell that that's what they are, what they seem to be, it's oozes. And they have their own unique qualities when it comes to fighting against them. But let me put on the map here. Give me one second. should also probably be noted that if that storm gets inside that shield, that we are probably facing uh, base concentration checks on all spells. Mm-hmm. Uh, 10 plus spell level, I believe, unless it's actual like magic in this case, then it would be the spells DC plus spell level. So unless an earthquake starts, then that really uh, <laughs> starts putting up the concentration check. So let me draw a line here that you guys can see signifying where this, because you guys are standing pretty much right at the edge. Is this a barrier solid to us? Yeah. Okay. Like you can see through it, but it definitely provides resistance when you actually a better way to do this. Yeah. You're right here. Yeah. So why don't all, all of you guys roll initiative while we're. Elevation targeting. What's that? Do you want to put your elevation? Oh. That was so close. It just uh, skidded across on a one until the final moment when it rolled over to a 19. Hmm. All right, so if you look on there, um, I guess you won't see anything. Do you see a line in front of you? Mm-mm. How about now? Mm-mm. Okay, so what, um, but I set something there so you can't accidentally move through it, and then let me draw a line. Delicate touch there. <laughs> see that one? Yeah. All right, so that, that represents the uh, force field, the line of the force field there. So, um, and then I've I put a feature there so you can't even even accidentally move your character through it. But uh, you've touched it, and it is solid. Although you did get the sense that uh, it's not a hundred percent solid. Like you could, you know, put you didn't try to push your way through, but you definitely get that sense when you push on it. Now, um, here is that first one that you saw, and that one itself was, uh, you know, the one with the eyes and stuff. Or no, sorry, that, that's uh, dumb. Mm. Let me get a a good icon on there for it. Try this here. That was gram negative forty five feet. <laughs> Put them in the ground. <clears throat> Well, actually, you guys might want to go down to zero. Quit burrowing. Because it'll add that to enemies. Mm-hmm. How did you change of, that? Alt right. and scroll. <laughs> I have a heck of a time with this touch screen or touchpad. All right. So there it is. There is the first one that you had spotted. And then this one to the side of it that's bigger. Right. Kind of a fun game. Can um, I not be flat-footed? No, everybody's flat-footed until any... So roll... Did you guys roll initiative? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. We did. Fenrith somehow came out on the top. Sounds... That, why is that somehow? That's like standard. On initiative. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So these things have like rolled up to this barrier and they're pressed against it now. And so they're, they're taking on a, that shape 
as the as their mass is pushed against it and uh on this one you can see that big eye staring and it'll it does this this spooky slow blink you know consistently and all the smaller eyes are swirling all around it and it's pressing up against this force field and then little parts of it um off to the sides are also slapping against it almost like arms maybe pushing against and so this one to the this larger one uh without the eyes that um is doing much the same thing little bits of it are flashing off and slapping against the force field trying to find a way through but consistently pushing forward um and, but so far they haven't gotten through so uh fenrith what would you like to do i am going to cast um greater blind sight on myself Mm. It'll last for one minute per level, so 13 minutes. Okay. Mm. 13 minutes, you say? Yeah, 13 minutes. All right, so we'll put that on here. And then, what is that? Let's see. Blind says. All right, so. Yeah. uh, Using non-visual senses, vibration, smell, hearing, or echolocation. Maneuvers and fights as well as a sighted creature. Invisibility, darkness, and most kinds of concealment are irrelevant, though must have line of effect to creature to discern that creature. Range is specified in descriptive text. What was the range on that one? 60 feet for greater? Yes, 60 feet for greater. Man, I was looking at the worm that walks again the other day. I think they had like 100 or 300 feet blind sight. I've wanted to be make one of those so bad, but the problem is, is it's a little bit risky if you're the wizard in question. <laughs> yeah. Rohan, you want to become a worm that walks? No. <laughs> but you're talking to a half dragon right there. So <laughs> now I'm a half ass. Remember? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you're just a half ass dragon. <laughs> Are you saying that you're the ass half of the dragon? <laughs> <laughs> That's where the lightning bolts come from. <laughs> You'll never see a blue dragon the same. Those, uh, that's where all... They're not really breath weapons anymore. <laughs> oh, come on. I think that's already uh, wrecked dragons oh, for me. So get, <laughs> They're just uh, got something wrong with their bellies. That's all. There's a rumbly in my tummy. <laughs> yep. And then poisonous gas electricity d and d dragons are definitely wrecked for me <laughs> sorry chris as uh i i am kind of interested in knowing what's going on with that kona cold one the white dragons though what's going on in their stomachs hmm. all right so there's your now i feel you radi radi um radius there <laughs> nice <laughs> It's a good, good comment, Chris. Which means nothing outside that, right? You can't yeah. see anything outside that now, so it's just, just that space there. The paranoid part of Casimir is one hundred percent certain Fenrith casts this so he can kill Casimir without having to worry about displacement or <laughs> mirror images. Uh, this is to tell me where uh, Graham is at all times, at least <laughs> oh, in my area. Yeah, that too. <laughs> 
He's the one that I worry about the most with that damn dagger. <laughs> they are standing just a little bit farther away from the <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to change that. Well, like, this is like fighting, like, etiquette, like going to a urinal. So I did it right because I was there before Finrith was. Finrith is the weird one because he stood closer <laughs> to me for some reason at this. Uh... <laughs> Even though there was a midway point? Yeah. <laughs> As, uh, it's because what doing, of what I saw when I was walking up to stand slightly closer to Graham. Yeah, as he was walking up, Graham just turned and smiled at him and stared at him. Like pointing to the urinal right next to him. There are a lot of jokes I want to make right now about elves and urinals, but I... <laughs> Got to back up to him. <laughs> Oh man, I hate D and D so much. <laughs> um, all right, so Casimir, um, I think that brings us to you, right? Uh, yeah, Graham, I thought was next. Oh, he had it on Casimir for oh, some reason. Oh, I see. Okay, it's mm. never it's never gone from Fenrith, right? All right, go so ahead. Technically, Graham. I've never ended my turn, so I'll get my wand ready and. Uh, I'll just move right behind Finrith. Wand <laughs> <laughs> uh, of magic missiles, that is. Okay. Do you have any means of knowing what spells he cast? I don't think so. I don't think I can can do that. Maybe if it were like on an item or something like that. As uh, next round, I'll move and stack up behind Casimir. <laughs> uh, we'll don't just treat that. this like a breach. Well, I was kind of ready and or planning to ready for a charge anyway, so not that I can do it at that distance. The urinal reference is paying off because Graham just put a rod <laughs> in his hand and <laughs> got walked behind Fenrith. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's very poor etiquette. <laughs> I can rest both hands on your shoulders, Fenrith. <laughs> this is how we do right. it in the village. <laughs> Why you you put a little bit more? Uh... <laughs> We're wading into dangerous territory here. Yeah, that's uh, pretty dangerous territory, man. <laughs> it was dangerous when you stood at the urinal, Finrith. <laughs> Graham's new voice. <laughs> Only when he gets his rod of magic missiles out. Yeah. <laughs> uh they never miss. We've <laughs> <laughs> uh, gotten some good mileage out of this joke. <laughs> Always hits on air, Lefenrith. <laughs> you uh, might want to step back about five feet, though. Or are you going for to what comes next? Don't you just get pushed? <clears throat> yeah, he probably will. Ah. <sighs> All right, so you're moving over there, and then uh, you got your wand of magic missile. Weird. This is the first time I've prepared magic missile as well. Really? Yeah. Yeah, the entire uh, mnemonic enhancer. So I got three extra of level one slots out of that. It all all right. went towards magic missile. Actually, I'll set my dodge against uh unidentified creature. He looks the spookiest to me. Well, he's about to punch somebody out. You see him winding up with that little yep. slime arm. It's like, ah, oh, get on my reach. 
<laughs> Come within five feet of me, <laughs> and, and I'll smack you. Smack you real good. Looks like he just finished throwing a left hook, though. All right, Casimir. I'll, uh, <laughs> does, uh, the, uh, barrier seem to be taking any sort of stress, or is it just... No, you can tell. Not yet. You know, right now it just looks like they're, they're pushing up against glass. Okay, I'll prepare, or I'll ready uh, to cast haste if it looks like it's starting to crack or anything, or bulge inward to okay. a great degree. All right, and then roll on. Still going to be uh, monitoring the ones up that are more to the north? Yeah, so for you, let me get you a line of what you're able to see now. I think an ice wall would slow these guys down any. Maybe. I could put it up somewhere on one of the edges. Hey, Rohan, if you want this haste I'm about to cast, uh, you got to get within 45 feet. I don't think I can do that in a round. I'd have to climb down from where I am. All right. Well, it might not be this round. Because assuming it's at the caster level to make our signet rings 15, be 150 feet long or up to mm. 15 inches thick. Can, is that one of those where you can reduce length to yeah, <laughs> increase girth? It's up to, I can make a sphere out of it too, like just a ball of ice. I can make it horizontal. I can cover the. Man, there were some of those walls in the one in that other book I was looking at, where it's like a, a wall of eyes that absorbs people that touch it. <laughs> nice. There was one of ooze <laughs> that just starts melting them. <laughs> that sounds fun. Walls are always fun. There's a meta magic figure I was looking at that makes the effect of your spells uh, invisible, soundless, and uh, a bunch of other stuff. So you'd have an invisible fireball that made no noise, and you just would see the effects of the people uh, that it had on objects, but you wouldn't actually oh. see the fireball go off. All right, so can you see that line now, Rohan? Uh, the one that's to the east? Yeah. Yeah. So um, let me... Yeah, I think there's a fuel they use in racing that uh, mm -hmm. burns translucent. Ethanol. Yeah, there we go. Or methanol, I believe. It's uh, what you cook off when you run your first batch of alcohol. Maybe. It's the poison run. Uh, you can drink it. All right, there you go. So that's the barrier. <laughs> that's the barrier, and that's where you can see, um, you know, the rain and things affecting that, you know, slamming against that barrier. So you know how... That's how you know where that is. And you um, now you've seen that that uh, smaller one with all the eyes um, has reached that barrier. And uh, it's difficult to see because it's black just like out there. And the trees and the shadows make it hard. But you can spot it because of the red eyes pushing up against the, um, the barrier there. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to start firing. I know that with how windy it is outside, it's not going to strike true so yeah i'll uh still ready for if they actually pass through the barrier okay so you guys are all pretty much prepped up while these things are pushing against the force field there but nobody else none of the villagers seem to have noticed this yet um they're just continuing on with their their party so um let me s now who had a readied action and it was like for if one breaks through. Well, if it's looking like it's about to happen, in my case, like if there's cracks or bulges that are beginning to form in the shield that are significant. Okay. I guess if the shield doesn't crack or bulge, but the creature actually begins to 
pass through the shield would also count. <laughs> hmm. There's no cracks or bulges, but it seems like the creature's passing through. That hmm, doesn't trigger anything. <laughs> so there's that one. Rohan pushing through or pushing on the barrier up there. Okay. And at the moment, you've lost sight of that uh, towering or that, yeah, that towering one. Okay. <clears throat> Bring us back to. All right. So it's them. All right. And then, uh, so you guys down at the south, those two are pushing hard against it. And the storm has um, darkened the area outside. So you can't really see past them, honestly. Although, um, Fenrith, you, you can detect past them and you, you feel the vibrations of more smaller creatures approaching that seem uh, the same general shape, even though they're smaller, are approaching from behind those ones. And let me put them up there. Okay. So. Rohan, you see that one pu pushing against the barrier over there to the east. And then as you're watching it, uh, you see that tall one approach. And so it comes up next to that other one. And uh, you can see it's probably about 15 feet tall. And it's also pressing up against that uh, barrier. And, uh, you know, so it's looking at it. You can see at the base of it, um, it just is liquid enough and oozes just right to stay balanced and is pressing up against the barrier. Um, so you see that. And then the rest of you down on the south there, uh, uh, you see three more that look like this bigger one, but they're smaller, but they look the same in, mm. in general features. Um, I question reality now because the bigger one looks different. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, they're, they're pressing up against that, um, barrier as well. So we'll do, bless you. This one breaks through All right. this, uh, barrier and it's, um, the effect is pretty disturbing because it's pressing up against it and it's clearly solid and it keeps pressing and then almost like, you know, cheese through a cheese grater, uh, it just sort of spaghettifies and pushes through and then reforms on the other side of it. All right. That trigger my readied? Yeah. All right. Okay. So um, me, Fenrith, and Graham have haste for nine rounds. All right. Let me get that on you, Fenrith and Graham. Unless you guys want to resist it. Uh, let's see. It's a 17 fort save. Uh-oh. I'm not responding. <laughs> yeah, so I've put that on each of you. And uh, so this thing forces its way through. This is the one that has all the eyes on it. Um, and it's, you know, bubbling and spattering. And uh, that's that one's turn. Um, we'll go this one, this larger one. Mm. It pushes through as well. You want me to get jumped to the left? Yeah, uh, unless you want to block it. I don't know how I'd block a slime. I'm going to get jumped. <laughs> all right. Now, this one is doesn't have eyes. It's all very, very smooth, almost like black pudding. But it presses its way through. And, uh, you know, it's really big, obviously. So it's towering over you. And it's just like disquieting, 
puddle of liquid that somehow has shape and form and it's swaying madly from side to side and who knows what's keeping it upright and what's keeping it from just swallowing falling down over the top of you but it pushes through does that provoke uh yeah it would if you want to take your attacks of opportunity against it from everybody the big guy oh yeah i guess i'll give it a shot what's the worst that could happen (laughs) get stuck into it right you had to say it Okay. I don't know if I can target it. My turn. We got flanking. Yeah. Okay, oh, can you target it? I can. Okay. Well, no. I don't. Can it's you have like, flanking on the uh, on a news? It, what's there? Uh, I don't know if you can actually. I will investigate it, but I'll roll without the flanking for now. I just don't. I think you probably still flank them. You just can't sneak attack them, right? Well, they're somewhere without, like, facing. Right. Come on, wake up. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Not subject to critical hits or flanking. Well, we've taken care of the critical hits part. You got your briefcase full of guts. or That's right. But not just throw it in there. There's all sorts of stuff. You collect hearts and eyes from your enemies. <laughs> well, if they're all eyes, then they're all critical hits. All right, or so sneak attackable. Looks like everyone got hit. Uh-huh. Uh, turn my dice black again. It's going to grapple us. We're going to be digested. It's going to be a fun time, guys. That said, I have teleport prepared and I am out of <laughs> here <laughs> if it starts going sideways. <clears throat> all right. Yeah, so it pushes through and you all hack and slash at it. Um, where is it? Is this a lawful evil creature? Uh, no. It isn't. And uh, so anyway, you're slicing into this. It basically feels like jelly and definitely your weapons are cutting and puncturing. Um, There's nothing at all to indicate whether it bothers it or not. Like a self-healing mat. Kind of just. Yeah, (laughs) pretty much. Yeah. Closes up. So you can see these other smaller ones still beyond the barrier. They're still pressing up against it. Um, This one makes it through. And, uh, Fenrith, that brings us to you. So now with your blind sight, you can you can see all of these that are in here. All right. I will I will cast uh divine power on myself. Well, concentrating or yes. defensively, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Does the barrier seal itself back up? It seems to. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because even the ones that are pushing like right next to each other, like that one, that smaller one that just got in, there was one right next to it, and it's still pushing up against essentially the same area, and it's not able to get through. So, all right, so Fenrith, you cast Divine Power, and you can feel this familiar strength of Coralon pouring through you. And let me get that on there. Divine Power. There you are. And how long does it last for you? It'll be uh, 13 13. rounds. Okay. And so you'll have to add your temporary hit points because that gives you one temporary hit point per caster level. So actually I can put it in. You got 13 there. Okay. (coughs) All right. Anything else for you? Um, No, I think that other than moving, which would provoke. I think I'm good. Okay, Graham, that brings us to you. Uh, I will just do a full attack defensively. On which one? 
unidentified creature. I'm targeting it. Okay. Hold on. Let me add something. This is a block of C8. <laughs> that do quite nicely. Until you get hit by a car and uh, coming out of an alleyway. Right. <laughs> okay, so. So it's so laggy that I can't even put in 13 to my base attack bonus. It logs it as a 1 and <laughs> then a 3. <laughs> All right, so three attacks. Mm -hmm. Gonna have to remove that one critical. Confirm it. How do we remove it? Is it from the modifiers? Is that right, Brandon? Um, Can I drop a critical from my end? Or will it already be taken care of? No, unfortunately, it'll still... So we'll have to get rid of it. So what do you got? A hit, a hit, and a hit. And we don't want one to be critical, right? Yeah, so I guess this... Let me see if this... I guess take the... Uh, the D8 away and the other D4, so it'd be three and four and two. So nine damage for that one instead of 23. Here's the other two. Oh, that's good damage. Yeah. Hey, so Fantasy Grounds crashed, and it won't let me bait, go in because it says that the client Just keep trying is it. already in use. Yeah. It'll boot you soon. It's like Final Fantasy XI. There you go. <laughs> yeah, booted, so. you should be able to get in now. Dude, I was reading a big old long uh, shouting match about eleven. Apparently, uh, the the creators confirmed that uh, facing and I think even time time and uh, day didn't matter to crafting. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no man, <laughs> I and probably made a lot of people mad. <laughs> and you have like people like in that no, uh, shouting match yeah yeah like i don't even care anymore <laughs> i'm still <laughs> facing northwest on fire's day most of that is just superstition then that's yeah i mean it's one of those like i'll still swear by dark stay any anytime you ask though yeah facing i was always kind of eh, on but it's one of those it's like uh was it always sunny in philadelphia you know his the one crazy guy's mom turns the light switch off and on like three or four times yeah. and to keep him alive. Yeah. And he, so he starts doing it cause it, it can't hurt. <laughs> it's worked this long. Well, it would be kind of curious if they were inadvertently doing it too. Like they were taking, like using that time to feed into a random number generator. Mm. Like, and it just turned out that during dark stay, those numbers tended to have a higher success rate. Uh, yeah. I, I became uh, immediately uh, immediately more angry than I should have for a game I haven't played in <laughs> a long time. Yeah. You know how ridiculous Fantasy Grounds is? All right. Back in. As it's, it says it's using 75% of my graphics card. These aberrations. Oozes. Yeah. It's its own type. Oh. You back, John? Can you not hear me? Oh, great. You there? Mm hmm. Hear you. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Fantasy Grounds is like just completely eating all the everything it can for Your my GPU. computer for some reason. Um, not just that, memory, CPU usage is almost 100%, oh and it's all Fantasy I Grounds. I don't know what it's doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently it's so much that I can't even use Discord. At this, if I'm selecting Fantasy Grounds now. Damn. <laughs> so I don't want to use Fantasy Grounds anymore. 
I'll probably patch it out. Yeah, next patch might take care. That was something I forgot to do. I forgot to update. I did update. Yeah, it unfortunately, it I did. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if that's the. How much of your? How much is it using? It's GPU. using a hundred percent GPU now. Yep. Mine Why too. is it doing that for you guys and not for me? Because you're using a desktop with a better GPU. Well, John's using a desktop oh, yeah. too. John's using a oh. beefy. Uh, yeah, I, I have a John? 3090. Or as I have no. No, on, I'm using tab oh, over to Discord. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, five I'm using <laughs> I'm using my uh, desktop as I've got that uh, 3090 in there, and it's using a hundred percent. Yeah. Wow. So unupdated, I'm still using like 97, 95. Sometimes it dips down to 70. CPU is running nice, though. Use some of that. <laughs> As if I don't have it, if I don't have it selected, it goes down to 36% usage. Yeah, that sounds like a. See if you um, if you close out that background map, see if it. That's what I just did. Did it drop it at all? It drops it down to 40%. Brandon's just making two two detailed maps. <laughs> no. Man, it's not even close to anything. I've, I've done way more. Right, yeah. That's, that's some uh, ridiculous usage. I could update my base attack bonus if I don't have a map open, though. <laughs> that's how I update my attack bonus all the time. Close it down? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, now I'm opening an old map. Just yeah, I mean they can be kind of tricky. Yeah, know, so the the old map doesn't use like one of our older maps doesn't use as much. Maybe one of those. Small I just icons opened Cradle Village. Is actually really high resolution or something like that. It could be the shadowing, the lighting shadowing. That is a big hit for roll twenty, especially if you have multiple views. You know, like we have yeah. at least one for each. PC. I don't know if the NPCs have a uh, their own viewpoint, right? Does that make sense? That's not the word that they use, though. Um, point of origin, right? Like yeah, if you it's click on it, you see what shadowing they see. on there. Because uh, as soon as I bring this one back up, it goes back up to a hundred percent. I'm kind of reading through this forum right now. Uh, there's some guy saying that uh, that uh, it might be a uh, refresh rate problem potentially let's see on fantasy grounds unity i was experiencing extremely high gpu usage on a 3090 um within the nvidia control panel set the max frame rate to 60 for fantasy grounds and reduce the gpu utilization to two percent seems that fantasy grounds tries to push an extreme amount of frame rates perhaps unnecessarily by default by default Fancy Grounds tells the Unity engine to use VSync equal to 1, which matches monitor frame rate, in-game frame rate, to in-game frame rate. So potentially you could be looking at a high refresh rate uh, mm. monitor driving pro uh, driving the program harder. So they say use the VSync zero chat command. And would we each have to use that? Yeah, that makes sense, I right? I think so, yeah. Wow. So for those who need to know, where is it? Uh, that is slash vsync all lowercase space zero. There's also settings for vsync two or four, which divide the monitor refresh rate rate by a giving value. So. All right, yeah, that's way better. Drop down to twenty six when I change the uh, vsync. <laughs> that's stupid, man. It's trying to refresh at one hundred and twenty for a goddamn still map. 
Doesn't quite seem to be working for me. I I think our surfaces have always been tapped with fantasy grounds. I think that uh, we should uh, maybe start thinking about investing in actual, like, laptops. Maybe. I don't know how much we could get for a thousand on a laptop, like a thousand dollar laptop. I don't know if they'd be much better than the surface, but we could try maybe go like a thousand point something. But let's see if the V Sync, like, two or four. Works on that a bit better. The sync. We'll go, we'll go four. We'll go drastic. V sync four. I'm down at sixty to seventy. Well, that's definitely better. Well, it just divided front refresh rate by four, so we yeah. might have some stuttering. But for your hundred and twenty, you're still looking at what thirty frames. So yeah, it's not like not you bad. need high fresh rate, and that's most likely a problem first off in their coding uh mm -hmm. but second off the uh unity in fact it's a game engine it shouldn't be running that it shouldn't have frame rates to worry about <laughs> yeah that did drop me down to 50 40 all right <laughs> and do you, th does fancy ground save that by computer or would we have to put that in every time b i think it should save it okay we'll have to check next time though okay but uh, that's a that's not that bad. That's a fairly simple solution. Yeah, we'll see what how it gets screwed up when they patch it out. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what happens when I. All get right. Have you got your divine power set up then in your character sheet? <laughs> the CPU dropped down to like ten percent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine was just using like seven percent for GPU. I never messed with any of those settings. It could be that they haven't programmed for certain uh, hardware. So yeah, like that's something that I've been running into when doing a uh, character sheet creation is uh, the difference between like Firefox and Chrome. You got to uh, account for all that BS. Yeah, I know they get those the they code right for specific driver releases these days. So mm -hmm. there was for a long period of time, if you weren't you didn't have an NVIDIA card, you had to wait. You just change that number yeah. of attacks where it says however many it says. No, you could. Well, it had been almost a year since we were messing with Fantasy Grounds. So. Yeah, and it's kind of a not quite archaic, but almost kind of backwards kind of user interface. Oh, I have it. Oh, on you? Yeah, well, you can add it yourself with the uh, over on your toolbar on the top right, the little dude with sparkles around him. That's the effects one. Brandon has haste in there for us. You just click on the the dude to the left of the effect, and it will add it, I think, to your target. So, But it might yeah. default it just to you. You have haste on you. Yeah, it's not showing up on ours. So it doesn't matter. Just tell us when it's not on us any longer. It's not showing up on yours, huh? Yeah. Uh, I can see my haste, but I added mine. Okay. Before well, you could add it. Trust me, you have <laughs> it. I'll let you know when you don't. All right, we all good? All right, so yeah, you had casted that, and Casimir, what did you want to do? Uh, I will five foot that way, and I'll attack the uh, guy that I got the attack opportunity on last time. So I'll full attack him. So with haste, I'm going to... Roll the haste one first, and then the remainder of the full attack. Okay. So there's that, and then the remainder of the full attack. All right. So we got all hits. Okay. First, second, 
dice are kind of choppy. <laughs> They're not smooth. There we go. And uh, that's my... Oh, I'll set my dodge against him. And then that's my turn. Okay. My glorious heat has lowered, though. <laughs> Slightly. It's still hot. I'm a little bit less afraid of it melting onto my table, though. Like I was starting to worry that this puddle of <laughs> metal would start leaking out of the frame. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that was Casimir. So Rohan, your turn. All right. So this thing is still trying to push through right next to me. Yeah. All right. I'm going to uh, delay my action or my turn until it pushes through. So I'll have a full round action to attack it when it gets in. All right. <clears throat> going to have to trust my fellow heroes to hold the south line. Good, because we're trusting you to hold everything else. <laughs> I'm actually thinking about breaking away and heading towards uh, Rohan, so that way he can have some. Yeah, I was going to say one of us probably should have uh, stayed over there with him. Well, there's also a whole other side that's completely undefended. Mm -hmm. All right, so this... Um, the obelisk-looking one? Yeah, it pushes through eventually. Mm. Maybe I should break away. That way we can pair up healing, and uh, Rohan's damage output will make up for my my lack. Mm. Yeah, it's one of those where it's like, uh, do you do you split up the healing, or is it the tanky guys that you need type of thing? Because I'm, yeah. I'm a bit That's slightly true. more tanky than you, not too much. As <laughs> I and I can head up that way. <laughs> We, we all want to move away from the south. Let's just all abandon it. Yeah, there are too many down there. <laughs> I, I can stay here or go, whichever one. Well, Graham will defer to either Casimir or Fenrith if they put themselves forth. So I guess we can take me out of the running for being weak-willed. Oh, okay, whatever you guys say. <laughs> stay here, Graham. Well, it's, we're Fenrith not. and I are going to go. Right. <laughs> There's still a stodginess in the finger movements somehow, though. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and an arrogance in Fenris. Casimir's. <laughs> this is wild. Lost control of my own map. <laughs> Truly is a, a map of evil. So you've decided now to lower your frame rates. Go past you. <laughs> this is punishment for messing with the uh what Be the sneak. programmers originally intended. We intended max frame rates. Yeah. I don't know. It's one of those where, like, John is the tankiest out of all of us, and we have the most amount of things coming through here right now. Yeah. I would say uh, I having a healer up that way would be good, but I, okay. I really think that having, uh, yeah, someone that can really just take a ton of damage down here because there's so many of them would be better. So I'll stay down here, and uh, Graham, please heal Rohan. Okay. Heal him to death. <laughs> I have those special charges now. Don't know what they do. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, 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 <laughs> My hope is there. so funny on that. <laughs> Look like the guy just burst through all of a sudden. All right. I lost it my map. Good, good animation, and all the light is gone once yeah, he we, bursts through. <laughs> we lost our lighting, but we didn't. We, for a second, I saw everything. <laughs> I hope they're reincarnate. Is what those special charges are. Mm. The best. There was a. Well, it, it is a gnomish. <laughs> all right, device. so Rohan, that one breaks through. That obelisk pushes through. 
Okay, so yeah, I delayed my entire turn, so I'll do a full round attack action at it. Here comes a full artillery of arrows. With the multi-shot. This is like one of our old maps on the table. There. Nothing but enemies. Yeah. That's your icon. That's all you really need. Oh, you'll have to remove that critical. Yeah, it's okay. Just roll your damages. Okay. Actually, I guess if I use this one, it won't count as critical. So, let's see. Were all of them hits? Mm-hmm. Three, four. Like, Thank you for that extra D6 fire damage. Yeah. And I've got my ammo counter for the 50 going. I wonder if I can make that permanent. That'd be a nice one on you. Is that 74 damage there? <clears throat> yep. Beast throw, huh? Seeing... Oh, 13. That's why you're in that tower all the time, so you can kill the whole village just when you need to. <laughs> you just stand up hey, there shirtless. Graham, and you're like, this is a what is your alignment? Uh, chaotic good. Probably chaotic neutral. Graham yeah. just doesn't know it yet. Once he gets his wisdom increase, he'll realize <laughs> that he's you, chaotic Casimir. neutral. Uh, chaotic good. Or no, neutral good. Uh, Need to find a... Uh... Much like Graham, probably slowly <laughs> shifting on that alignment, too. <laughs> I think I got a spell that would give us some extras as uh, for next next to battle time, though. Yeah. Don't want to put uh, all I your eggs in I think there was one, one that if, they were, if uh, people have the same alignment as me, that they get extra bonuses. Mm. Is and it just it was on... One on the good spectrum uh, or is it the total no they have they have to have the the same yeah the exact same hey Brandon, as... take off eight damage it was adding in my bracers plus two damage twice hmm okay there's a fix weapon mod in that one book where if you make a hit you just let go of the weapon and it will hit It'll just deal damage for turns. Oh, it's like stuck in them dealing damage or yeah, something? Yeah, it's called grinding. That's pretty cool. Man, I like that spear in uh, Hellboy 2. I never watched that one. Oh. Yeah, yeah he gets uh, stuck in the chest with a spear, and the spear point comes off in his mm. chest, and anytime they try and move it, it tries huh. to dig deeper towards his heart. Pretty good shows. I like that yeah. guy's style. He's got a horror anthology coming out on Netflix yeah. this month that I'm excited for. There's a, there was a prestige class I was looking at, and it was a druid one, and it just auto reincarnates once it gets to a certain level, <laughs> and it's except it starts from birth now, uh. and so, and you remember all your past lives at one point too. Mm. So it's one of those where like it's probably not good for in players, but you always want to try one of those. Although if you do the right campaign, mm -hmm. then it could be really good. Yeah, like there's uh, ones like that in Shadowrun 3rd Edition called the Path of the... Is it the Wheel or the King? It's an elf, elvish yeah, magic tradition. I think it's the Wheel. Yeah, and right. you reincarnate, and each time you pick a different like sub-genre or sub-class from it. So like the Bard, the, the Warrior. And eventually, after you go through all of them, you get to the King, which for that is OP in Shadowrun because you can summon all elementals and all nature spirits. You can... Just do all this crazy stuff. Although I guess it by the time you get to that point, you've probably you're probably thousands of years old after well, going through all of the other. Yeah, you're you're an elf, so you had to live and die multiple yeah. times and be reincarnated. <laughs> so, so basically, if you have a really like 
mean GM, you could do that in a couple game sessions. <laughs> yeah. All right. So this um, this one down by you guys is going to do an attack. Um, where are you? So cut the section of us figuring out the V-Sync issue and put it out as like a PSA. <laughs> Might not be a bad idea. Or in the YouTube version, I can just put one of those annoying boxes that you can click to that part in the video. Yeah, so this uh, bubbling ooze that's um, next to Graham and Fenrith, it um, attacks you, Fenrith. So uh, basically, you know, even from there, it can easily reach you and just little, you know, portions of this ooze just flop out and slam into you. So, so. Uh, so both of them hit you. Both of these little arm-like protuberances hit you. And so we've got 26 from that one, 22 from that one. All right. I'll uh, release that uh, stored spell to my breastplate and inflict. inflict serious. It's the one that's uh, not close to me and Graham that hit me, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the bubbling ooze. Do these things have uh, spell resistance? Mm. I guess it would probably roll that automatically, huh? Yeah. Okay. Well, it should, but I'll check. Um, all right, so... Uh, here, I think that probably... Yeah, as I didn't hit cast, I just hit attack with that one. So, but it failed. It failed to cast? No, it, it failed its save... If I'm reading you. that right, save 10 versus DC 17 for bubbling ooze failure, yeah. right? Right. Okay. Did the uh, 23 hit, though? Yes. All right. Yeah, so you uh, you trigger that spell and the holy energy arcs back into it, and you can uh, you know see some bits, pieces of it splatter off, and it sort of shudders. Um, but that's um, still its turn, so now you've been slammed by this thing twice and that um that that leaves you covered in this ooze it's all over you it doesn't seem to be having an effect but it's definitely covered you in slime and then uh it's gonna sludge forward five feet there and that'll be its turn and then this big one this big one is going to attack you casimir okay um so we'll do let me see what he's going to do first. All right. I got the uh, dodge against him, so let me... Uh, 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 there we go. Okay, yeah. I was like, why do I already have a, a dodge on? It's because of the haste. <laughs> so, okay, I added the my dodge bonus to it. Okay. It will do a slam attack against you. Are these unaffected? They, they got blindsight, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. But does that work against Blur? Yeah. It's uh, Illusion. Uh, it's Blink. That's the actual one that moves me into gotcha. Ezreal Plane. All right. So, yeah. So that'd be a hit All right. for 32, some of which is acid. And then... <laughs> Immediately look like the uh, sun from RoboCop after he gets <laughs> hit by the toxic waste. <laughs> I think it was his son, right? All right, Rohan, this other uh, I can't remember. smaller bubbling ooze pushes through the barrier as well. Okay. And then... Do I see any more um, coming from that direction that are trying to push through? No, not at the moment. 
Okay. Man, like uh, there are certain events where it's like the optimal, like a bunch of goblins and you have great cleave. You just get to start cleaving all day long. <laughs> this is that for oozes. A whole mm. bunch of NPCs not paying attention to you, tightly packed <laughs> together, and you just get to roll over them. <laughs> It'll be like that, the videos of that like slime picking up glitter. Mm. Have you ever seen those, those cleanup videos? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like a, a slimy putty or something that you use to clean up after kids' messes. Mm. And you just kind of roll it over <laughs> a surface of glitter or snacks or whatever and it just absorbs everything oh man make it out of like elmer's glue and saline solution with some baking soda or something like that hmm. but, so this one on the side over here it um seems to be pressing straight towards the people dancing that's that one's turn brings us back to you fenrith now fenrith please you please make a f fortitude save for me, Fenrir. Use a hero point to re-roll that. Okay. Well, when I double click, it doesn't show Give that it a I second. used it. <laughs> oh, the hero point? Yeah, but I'm going from two to one. All right, so you're good enough on that. So your turn, go ahead. All right, I will... Uh, cast my righteous might, and the uh, damage reduction will be ten evil at this level. Do you want to still hit towards Rohan, Travis, oh, and let I me see. deal with the one that's breaking through? That's what I did wrong. Okay. To our right. Uh, I was thinking about casting ice storm there. It only lasts mm. one full round. Uh, on my way to Rohan, as okay. a parting gift for you guys. It has the speed in the area, so that one up to the uh, top right will be out of it soon. All right, righteous might. So still probably gonna need to head that yep. way. Yeah. All right. I mean, if it if it causes some trouble up there, I'll probably stop and do something before I go on. But I haven't figured out. And what, uh, what did you say it was? It's a uh, ten evil for the damage reduction. Okay. Yeah, I have that set up on there. All right. Anything else for your turn? Um, so I guess with the size increase, uh, what's oh, going to yeah. happen with those enemies? Let me put that on there. Can I start absorbing them? <laughs> no, you're going to have to squeeze through. Yeah, you're going to have to move. But you're absorbing me, Fenrith. No. Casimir, get to the reactor. We are all cleric now, Casimir. <laughs> I have ascended. You don't need eyes to see anymore, Casimir. <laughs> yeah, that's how I get absorbed. It's just my hands holding my eyeballs out of mm. Fenris' back or something like that. I was going for the Quaid. Oh, the little... Or the, the Quaid, but the... Uh... It's not Cocteau, it's uh Yeah, the creature. Yeah, I can't remember now. All right. Yeah, so you grow in size there, Fenrith. Um, which puts you in their spaces, um, like both of them, you know. They're semi liquid, but um you can't stay there. So I guess how would that uh, work? Try to push the Graham is already uh is already trapping me in so i have to go outside the barrier you can just move through my space 
Yeah, you can move through Graham's space. But uh, I'd still be moving through the enemy space. Does provoke an attack of opportunity. Yeah, it's all right. That's what you're going to have to do. (laughs) How else am I going to... for you than for the slots. (laughs) Or let's look... um... Sorry, Fenrith, this is the only sneak attack I'm getting now. I'm using them at... (laughs) Using their slime as like no, a uh, lubrication to you have your shunt decks, my way so. past Gam or uh, Graham. <laughs> Just dripping acid slime on me. <laughs> I don't think he'd technically be squeezing through though. No, because they're they'd be moving in their five foot space. They're not like a wall that you, he would have to squeeze through, but that, the provokes yeah. would still go off. He could technically move before he casts a spell, too. So That probably would be what actually happens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he's not trying to move his 10-foot frame. Don't want to move there, Greg. <laughs> Fenrit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be signing my plan for my turn. So I'm going to... Well, you got these guys only uh, getting like half or a quarter of what you're signing. <laughs> right, that's... <laughs> yeah, that, that... I was thinking about how I'd be able to. No way! I feel every vibration his fingers make. I just <laughs> but can't you don't. discern what it what it's actually saying. Yeah, so that's what I mean. I you're get only, zero you're, of it. <laughs> you're you're only catching about a quarter of what he's saying. So it's like something to do with the weather. Zero. <laughs> Anything else for your turn, Fenra? Um, no, as I think that has to be it. As uh, unless I can use my other attack actions. No. To um, communicate with Graham that he should flee. You already told me to do that, Fenrith. No, I said to go help Rohan first. (laughs) Now I'm telling you to flee. (laughs) Yeah, but he can't hear you. You guys can't hear each other speak. Got to sign it. So It's hard to role play the signing as all, Brennan. I still wanted to get the Graham voice in there. Yeah, but he can't see you for sign language. Oh, we can't see each other either? He can't see you because of this, like, to detect words with your fingers. Oh, because, yeah. I'm slapping the bass, man. Yeah, blindsight's not not going to cover that, so. But your turn, Graham. Uh, I can't see the map anymore, so. Why not? The lighting. Pre-moon phase. You, What's you that? did something to it. Yeah. We, uh, we think the lighting disappeared. So I'm tumbling away to get. There it goes. There well, it. now we see uh, everything. So now, oh, now it's gone. <laughs> um, was it? It seemed to have been linked to one of the enemies, we think. Right, John? It disappeared when he moved a certain enemy through a barrier. Do you yeah, when you move that big tower through the, uh, through the barrier, it destroyed all the light. Which I, I feel is pretty accurate, though. I mean, we <laughs> could just leave it. There we go. Our obliskers will blot out the sun. <laughs> so if I remember right, what you said earlier is that once we get into that, it becomes difficult to move because there's a crush of people. Yeah. So the, who's, whose uh, radius is this green circle? That's mine. What is it for? I'm going to cast Ice Storm. Oh, okay. If possible. Uh, I just didn't know the lay of the land. The, uh, the people are in... I mean, just I'll just do a pointer with where the people are. Because I still got a little play... Okay. Okay. No, that's that's not done yet. Oh. But I am tumbling. Does that allow me to move through them to some degree? The people are in this area. Um, that's not exactly accurate. Let's see. They all take their attacks of opportunity. 
there was uh, one spell I was looking at where uh, it has like a radius of a fireball and it causes people to attack anyone that wasn't in that radius when it went off. <laughs> yeah. We got to bring these spells in. They sound fun. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I think it's a cleric spell though. So I think. Uh, That's the area that they're in. Okay. So um, I had to make two tumbles, 15 and 17 uh, DC for the two enemies. So I didn't provoke. And then when I got to the end of my movement, I was going to cast Ice Storm out of the our elemental ring, my elemental ring. Okay. On that location. So it just lasts for one round, and anybody in that area takes 3d6 bludgeoning and then 2d6 cold, and movement speed is halved, and there's a penalty to listen. All right. Well, so target the one that's on your side of the barrier. All right. But the barrier will stop. So the two that are on my side? Yeah, if you yeah if you move it. I got both of them. Like there. Yeah. But the barrier stops it. So, But you didn't know before, but now you do. So Okay. I'm glad you did that first. That actually changes what I was going to do. All right. So here's the bludgeoning. There is spell resistance, if that factors in, but no save. And the ice, the cold. Okay. And it'll just last until my next turn, so anybody that moves in there will be half speed and will take that damage. All right. And that will end my turn. I will change my dodge to one of the puddins, the one up by the tree, the northmost enemy, and uh, finish it there. You did what to the one up there? I set my dodge against that one. All right. All right, Casimir. So, Casimir, let me check something. Okay, your turn. Okay. I will five foot to there. That's a fire? Yeah. Okay. Um, And I will full attack this uh, big slime here. So, here is the haste attack, and then the rest of the full attack what did we get here were they all hits yep okay all right so you uh slash and stab with your trident and you can see chunks of it go flying off to melt in into the ground and uh but just as quickly it reforms um its basic shape so it, it's impossible to tell if you're doing lasting damage okay and that's my turn okay now roll on. That'll bring us to you. All right. Um, I'm going to use the chain lightning. That's a once a week ability in my ring, and target that black obelisk with the secondary target being the bubbling ooze next to it. Okay. <clears throat> so there was a meta magic feat I was looking at that made all the prepared spells so with it. Chain the oh, saving right. throw, so it takes half damage, <laughs> and then. Um, Bubbling ooze will also need to make a saving throw to see if it takes half damage. All right, one second here. That was quite the lightning roll there. Yeah. Is it higher than average? What, uh, 45 would be the averages? Hmm. Uh, three and a half, so... A little higher than... 553 would be around average. Congratulations, Rohan. I beat the odds. Ah. Is that a wall that's about to go down? I'm planning on it. Okay. It depends on what that ooze does. I was about. I'm, I was looking at my wall of stone. <laughs> yeah. 
though they can break through it uh, by dealing it damage, it'll still there'll be a area of frigid air in the hole that still does a d6 as they pass through. But uh, I can't remember how much damage it was. I think it's like three points per inch of thickness. Mm-hmm. And then there's an area for you guys to retreat to, and I can make it a little bigger, but then leave like a gap for you guys or something to defend, perhaps. Mm. Yeah, this is where we could have ice, ice wall. This is where we could have stacked all of our various walls. Because Earth, don't you have like a wall of blades and a wall of fire? Just tickle them. So mm. I'll have forty-five hit points for each square. Remind me never to go into your room in the hero abode. <laughs> yeah, I'm fitting my throat. What are you doing? I think I could actually <laughs> get more walls as well. Yeah. All right. So yeah, you uh, you say that. This bubbling ooze needs to make a what save? Reflex? Um, reflex save, yeah. So yeah, the black obelisk takes 29 damage. All right, and it got 20. What's the save? 16. So it'll only take what, 15 or 14. 14 lightning damage? Yep. Okay. And anything else for your turn? Uh, nope. All right. If that red circle really is where all the people are, then I have quite a few meat shields between me and those, those slimes. So mm-hmm. I should be good. Oh, plus you can also fly. They just hang out at the top of the dome, uh, rain arrows down. I don't know if I really trust that ability these days. Oh, uh-huh. especially in this kind of thing, I may just like start to take off and then just shoot straight to the moon or something. <laughs> Superpower the spell with all the magic going on. Oh yeah. Uh, let's see. So this uh, t- this obelisk will. I'm glad I told my mother to stay near the center of the crowd. <laughs> So I should get rid of my circle. All right. So this one ambles forward, Rohan. And as it reaches this point, um, let me get, let me make see. Okay. Never mind. Yeah. So it reaches this point and then it lobs some, well, no, we'll just say it, it gets to this point. That's as far as it can get. Uh, and you can't tell. If it's coming towards you or these people, but it is really close to the people, and some of them have started to react now. Okay. Um, on the edge, and you know they're within these this uh, firelight area, and they're dancing. But some of them see, and Yathlani's crying out, you know, to stay resolute. Um, but uh, it is moving forward there, and then down here. Bubbling ooze. So two things happen here. Um, Graham, this thing lobs a couple of, you know, balls of ooze at you. They just like spit out from it towards you. So bubbling ooze one. Yeah. Let me roll an attack here. Do you have acid resistance? No, I don't think so. Maybe I do. No, I don't. Ignore that. It's not what it was supposed to do. It happens to me a lot. Not just the attack hitting as a foregone conclusion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we're getting to the level where the first one almost is. Hell, you you pray it. All right, it two <laughs> sludge orbs yeah. come flying at you. Both of them miss. Especially if you're a fighter or a ranger, because if you got something that's... But uh, the second thing that happens is... Not getting hit by a plus 30 Let me or get something. this set up here. Yeah. This... Um, Slime that's covering Fenrith. It uh, 
coalesces and animates and and turns into a tentacle that starts wildly swinging about. <laughs> Thanks, Venereth. Actually, Grandpa likes it. I'm partial to tentacles being the hero of the sea. It's and vampires. Yes. Weak to vampire. Oh. <laughs> Damage resistance. One vampire. <laughs> oh, will save susceptibility. <laughs> Pretty much automatic failure in my track record. <laughs> yeah. Which is a good thing because it really it lends, uh, lends itself to Graham's character. Because it's like, it's not only do I, am I handicapped in that way, but I also roll poorly. That's like, yeah. And just kind of envision a vampire trying to do its mind thing on you, like really trying hard. And then you're like, yeah, just tell you me what just to do. Ask. Yeah. <laughs> Which cracks me up because like Casimir's like a lot of the, like the one time I think I smacked Graham was like, he wasn't following an order or something. <laughs> yeah. And so that that's how poor Casimir's charisma is. <laughs> <laughs> All you have to do is ask. <laughs> or how short tempered he is one or the other. Yeah. I love him. Wasn't it for him falling asleep or I can't uh, I was crying because the, oh, uh, yeah. we found our heroes and uh, yeah. we were trying crying. to get ourselves together. Yeah. yeah. And Brandon explicitly said that uh, all such emotions had been already beaten out of us, basically. Right. I'm paraphrasing a little bit. but. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, this tentacle will lash out at you, Graham, from Fenrith. Um, okay. Come on, AC. Hold together. Remember to move uh, Dodge if you have it. Yeah. Helping you out there, buddy. <laughs> nice. Yeah, but that misses. And then that bubbling ooze itself did its attack. And it will move up to here. Um, as a matter of fact, it will make sure I word this right here. Yeah. So this thing moves forward like a flowing thick mud right up in front of you, Fenrith. Um, and when it moves, it's like a layer on the ground. It's not risen up, but it uh, comes right into your space. And this creature never provokes attacks of opportunity. So it's moved up into your up right in front of you, though. And then uh, this big one will attack you, Casimir. All right. Um, let me add the dodge here. Go for it. So, giant tentacle forms and slaps down at you, um, and it would be a hit, but your and your shadows don't do anything, so it's no. a hit. Okay. So for thirty-four damage, Whew. and then is that the big one that's clobbering you? Yeah. Yeah. Got to try to get around to John. <laughs> uh, Rohan. So he's got a tentacle now. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, bubbling ooze over here starts pushing forward as well. Um, what shocks you about it is just how fast this thing moves. Uh, you're used to these slimes or oozes or whatever moving slowly, but this one, um, all of its, like its main eye focuses in your direction and a bunch of the smaller ones. And then it's just basically shoots forward right to the base of your, your pillar there. Mm -hmm. And, um, also uh, it flings a couple of sludge orbs at you. Okay. Yeah, I got, do you have my, yeah, I've got my shield on. Yeah, but both of those sludge orbs miss, but now it's right at the base of your pillar there. And then 
this one continues to try to push through and it makes it through pops out here now this one does provoke attacks of opportunity if you want to take it yeah all right i will minus how easy do these things seem to be to hit like just general ballpark am i having a tough yeah. time or they just don't care no they don't they don't seem to dodge very well so. all right i will minus um five from my attack then and add it to my damage mm -hmm. yeah that that's a hit okay. um but let me make sure of something real quick because I don't think this can be possible. Oh, the power attack? The, the 17 probably hitting. No, what it's telling me it's AC is. I don't see how that's possible. <laughs> is it like low, low, like a one or something? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> get one minus. Yeah. It's AC's at three. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, so you can hit it. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, here goes that damage. All right, 34 points of damage. Uh, yeah, so you stab in and twist it like you're picking up pasta, and ah. a bunch of this jelly falls out, this pudding. Um, you know, it reforms, but you definitely did some damage to it. So. All right. It now looks like Graham's head. Just a small caved-in part of it. Uh, I, uh, I was on the pasta it, part, uh, and I was like... <laughs> does it kind of pulse? Why yeah. can we see it pulse? Yeah. If you ask me a question and I try to remember, it goes faster. <laughs> this one down here continues pressing against the barrier, but it's not making it through so far. And this one makes it up to here. Now, did you already do a spell for that line? No, no, down? I was uh, just prepping. Okay, well, so. it's made it to there. Yeah. And uh, it's very close to people now, so they're starting to move mm -hmm. their dance closer to that big fire. And uh, that'll bring us uh, to you, Fenrith. Um the damage from the wall only on one side or is it on both there's no damage oh. uh to it it's if you breach now, it and you pass through all right now hang uh, on fenrith first um first do a fortitude save please hmm. okay all right you're good and then you want to move somewhere yeah i wanted to five foot closer to casimir and then i'll do a full attack on this unidentified creature the one that's been fighting Casimir? Yeah. The biggin'? Mm. This yeah. one? All right. And I'll use my haste attack first. All right. So you got four hits. Yeah. So you've, um, let's see, where is it? Yeah, you've done severe damage to it. So now you can start to see evidence where normally, like, the surface closes up to be smooth and there's points where it's just not able to do that now it's looking like churned up jello yeah it is yeah like this seems like it's got some clumps in there and things so i mean it's still standing as it were but uh anything else for your turn um no i think that should be it okay all right graham your turn uh you said the people are drawing nearer to the fire have they shrunk their circle down a little bit at all or um, is that accurate what i'm working with there well that line that you're putting that wouldn't hit any people okay let me uh modify it a little bit what about something like that that yeah that that would still be good too that okay yeah i can go a little bit further and uh, as far as the far end of it goes i'm just looking for i guess it doesn't really have to be up by anything that will be good, but I'll move first. 
guess we're going to go got 60 feet. Now, what is it like moving through the crowd just impossible? Uh, the crowd of people? Yeah. Um, no. You know, they're, they're all dancing and moving constantly. So you just got to react to that, which a dexterous person is pretty good at. So Okay. So I will move to there. And then when I get to that point, I'll set up the ice wall where my arrow's at. Um, so it'll just be that length, 10 feet high, uh, 15 inches thick. So each square has 45 hit points Okay. if they try to bust through it. But otherwise, it doesn't do any damage unless they try to move through an opening, a breach. And then it's just 1d6. And that is it for me. Any hardness on it? or? Um, no, but it takes half damage unless it's fire. That's pretty good. In which case, it will release a great what, cloud what spell of steamy is this? Uh, Wall of Ice. It, it does have spell resistance. I don't know how that factors in. Can it be clum? Yeah, I think from that point, it's like, um, how tall are these things? Maybe I should make it taller. Um, well, the one that's closest to it, that's, um, you know, it's hard to say from one moment to the next how tall it is because it's a news and it changes a lot, but it can get up to 15 feet tall if it wanted to. So it'll just slow it down. Like, basically, in its general shape, it is 15 feet across. Maybe I'll change the dimension. So if I go 20 feet high, I can be 75 feet. Like this one, when they're moving, at least, it's more like a puddle. It's like 2 feet tall and 15 by 15. But you've seen them change form, so they could get taller. No, I think I'll go for the long one. Okay. And we'll just leave it at 10 feet. Here to about there. And that's out of my signet signet ring, which I have that one twice a week or once per day. Sorry. Ice storms twice a week. Okay. All right. And that's your turn? Yeah. I'll keep my dodge or I'll change it over to uh, the thing with eyes if I can see it. Mm, Yeah, you can see it. Okay, Casimir. (sighs) All right. I will attack the... Big guy. One second. All right. Okay, yeah, go ahead. And based on how easy it seems to be to hit the other slime, I'll minus eight from my attack, hopefully, and uh, add that to my damage. So here goes the haste attack first, and then the other two. Well, just let's cheat a little and just do the damage from that, that attack first. All right, uh... So you can redirect your others because it's got one hit point left. So, or two. Yeah. So that kills that. So basically, it all forms up into a bubble and then pops. <laughs> Acid goes everywhere. Yeah. Ah. It doesn't. That's just for visual effect. Oh, okay. It's not going to. And what is it? Is it minus two even in melee for another target? Or Yeah. Okay. So minus 10 to these attacks. Hit. All right. And then plus, oops, what did I change? I think I just gave myself 16 attacks. <laughs> there we go. Do it. <laughs> uh, what is it? That one monster with the 100 arms? Become one of those. All right. And then damage and damage. And then I'll five foot to there. And that's my turn. 
All right. So yeah, same with this one. Like it doesn't die, but as that other one before it, when it had taken enough damage, now it's like it's having the trouble staying smooth mm. on it in its center and on its edges. Um, but it's still alive, as it were, for now. And then you wanted to move. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now Rohan. So you've got this one right at the base of your pillar, and then you've got this one obelisk moving towards the people. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to focus on the one moving towards the people. Can I see Rohan from where I am if I was facing that direction? Is he high enough to see over the wall? Yep. Okay. It's weird. It's not letting me target it. Oh, let me... Um... It looked like uh, I'm seeing Bubble and Ooze 2 as your target. All right, let's try clear all targets. There you go. All right. And then I'll do a full full attack with uh, my multi-shot. Did you put that wall down already? Okay. No. Yeah, I'll have to get rid of that critic. Um, then damage. Looks like all four hit. Yep. All right. All right. So, yeah, all of your flaming arrows go shooting into this thing. And, uh, you know, like the others, it... It keeps a smooth outer surface, and so generally they're healed over pretty quick, but now you're seeing evidence like of chunks missing and parts where you can see all the way through it, uh, parts where the flame burned a little more longer than normal. So, um, But it still remains upright and continues moving. Okay, I'm gonna, and then I'll take a five-foot step kind of back away from that uh, bubbling ooze. Okay. Force it to climb up to get me. All right. Anything else for you? Nope. That, that'll be the end of my turn. There we go. All right. So this obelisk uh, marches into this area here, and it gets to here. How many rays are going to hit the crowd? <laughs> <laughs> well, we may not have to worry about defending the town anymore. You don't have a town. Yeah. I am neutral. Good. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm true neutral, so if they die, they die. <laughs> so you have a lot of sayings that just perfectly describe the physical reality of the world. Yeah. Be like, All right, so Rohan, it reaches this point here. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's tall enough that it can see you. And so basically just reforms to, you know, produce a tentacle that'll slap out at you. So it will do a slam attack against you. Let me make sure he's got that. And that's a critical threat. <laughs> but not a critical hit. So just one hit. So um, 10 damage from its tentacle. And then you also have to deal with um, the effects of this spell. Let me get this up here. Hey, Travis, how do you do the hotkeys for the lines? The hotkeys for them? Yeah, was that what you've been using? No, I was oh. right-clicking and setting it up that way. All right, so um, basically, as this thing smacks you, Rohan, you hear in your head this loud declarative statement in a language that you don't understand, but you immediately feel as though what it said is the worst thing that you can imagine being said and uh the effect it has on you rohan you are my son hmm. is you are dazed 
Okay. For around. Is that dark speech? Kind of. <laughs> Blasphemy is what it is. I was looking at that for feet. My charisma isn't high enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so a dazed creature can take no actions for one round. Though it defends itself normally. You don't lose AC, but you just can't do anything on your turn. Okay. But that's that thing's move. And then we've got... What time are we playing to today? I guess we'll have to be finished up pretty soon. So uh, bub this bubbling ooze by you, Fenrith, um, it goes this way. Yeah. So with a startling speed, it um, turns into this flowing mud puddle, basically, and oozes its way right through your space over the fire and comes to a stop right here. So the effects of it moving through your space. Oh, no. <laughs> Fenrith. Yeah, so flows like thick, muddy water as it moves. Ignores difficult terrain. Freely passed through other creatures' spaces. Um, if it enters a living creature's space, that creature must attempt a DC. Okay, so give me... A fortitude save, please. All right. So that means you you take half of the hit point damage. So you take 11 points of damage from Is the... Is this evil creature? Um, Is, would damage reduction even matter in that case? It is an evil creature. Okay. Is it lawful evil? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's not. So it moves over to there, trying to get around that wall. Um, at the same time that happens, this sludge that's covering uh, Fenrith lashes out at you, Casimir. All right. Does it count as flanking on me? How much uh, reach no. does that thing have? Because it doesn't... Um, Actually threaten? Yeah, it it's doesn't like a whip. threaten. Okay. Yeah. Um, 15 feet. So does that overbalance me? No. Should be able to, yeah, it should be able to hit. So, um, so what we'll do is try that. That's a critical threat. Not confirmed. Critical hit. Okay, critical threat, but not a critical hit. It is a hit. It would hit over your blur. Well, it still has blind sight and all that stuff, right? I don't, well. It almost has to, right? It doesn't have eyes. Unless it's just targeting living, yeah, which would still true. overcome the blur. I mean, it uses the same rule, so yeah. So a hit then, and it does. Next time we receive a prophecy, I'm going to have to get specific on what creatures were seen in said prophecy. <laughs> see, 1d8. That's not too bad. I'll accept 1d8 plus 5. I'm starting to get a little hesitant on accepting this damage. <laughs> Plus 1d6 acid damage. Disintegration. Plus an extra 6 damage because it's Fenrith hitting you. Well, Fenrith's not hitting me. He's actually hitting you. He's like whipping you with it. Oh. <laughs> Stop it, Fenrith. So that slashes you or slaps you for 12 points of damage, Casimir. All right. That's that thing's turn. And now you also see an obelisk down here pressing against your wall. And let's see, it's going to try to push through. 
but no luck so far. And then this ooze will climb up to the top of your pillar there. So let's do... I wanted to say, I was trying to figure out if it was climbable, and it does say a perfectly smooth, flat vertical surface cannot be climbed, but it can reach the top of it, I assume. No, the ooze over by Rohan. Oh, gotcha. At the pillar that he's next to, mm. or that he's on, it's going to climb up there. And these things actually have a really good climb, like an insane climb. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. They can just ooze into any crack or crevice to. Plus, they're sticky, up. probably. Yeah. So this would be a rough surface, and we'll increase it because it's slippery, and then. It'll take the penalty for accelerated climbing. So it will get um, up to the top of this pillar, like partial. Like on its next turn, it will fully be on the surface up there. Right now, it's like some's, some's above and some's below. Okay. And then the one, this one down here that you slash to death, almost to death, Casimir will attack you. All right. Miss. This one will keep trying to push through uh, down here. And it's still unable to. And let's see. This one will come butt up against your ice wall. Does it do damage if you touch it? No. All right. So essentially it will just... What's its break, DC? Uh, Strength plus caster level. So I think... Or 15 plus caster level. So 30. Okay. Yeah, so it starts slamming up against that wall there, but so far it doesn't seem to be having much of an effect. And that'll bring us to Fenrith, but I think we're going to have to stop here for today. Time got away from me, so... Well, we had a couple technical difficulties that always yeah. saps it, but thanks, man. Good so combat we'll, so yeah, far. We'll Thank pick you. it up again next time on Fenrith's turn. I'll uh, make sure I get everything noted down, make sure everything's the same. This has been a Death Watch production. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.